This episode is sponsored by Flex Social Agency. Hey everyone, it's officially legit. Episode 43. 43 episodes in. Let's go. This is Kat, aka when you're too Rihanna for the Linda Belchers in life, but you're too Linda Belcher for the Rihannas. AKA, even as a child, I could tell that Phil Collins put a lot into that Tarzan soundtrack. AKA, after getting tickets to a museum yesterday, the cashier said, have fun, and I didn't say you too. Just thanks. You know what that is? Growth. AKA, keep a lookout for my interview with Mew Magazine coming out, I think, next week. AKA, Filipina Colada. And you already know. Wait, first of all, I got a lot to, I got a lot to talk about for your intros, but we're going to circle back to that. This is your boy Wilson, AKA, the George Costanza of this rap game. Not because I'm a rapper, but because all the rappers know me. You know what I'm saying? AKA got back from the Bay Area, already planned an LA trip. I gotta make sure that I get my hotel and flight way earlier because man, that shit was trash. More on that later. AKA, ya tu sabe, que estamos aquí encendido. El tipo, que si la gata está calvo, ya tu sabe que yo le doy palo. AKA, shorty, let's just hang out. I'll teach you all the Fortnite dances. You know what I'm saying? All the emotes in the Fortnite dances. We'll hang out. We'll watch. We'll stand on my balcony and sip some wine. And all of that. But please, do not ask me who the fuck is texting me. Please. AKA, you know, I feel like I relate too much to these depressing these depressing characters. The George Costanza, the Bojack Horseman, and stuff like that. Find me a character that's positive that you guys think I can relate to, please. Because it's getting real dark out here. Oh, no. If you've seen... I actually, I was going to say if you've seen the latest season of BoJack Horseman, but basically any season, it's like, you relate to, you relate to him, Wilson? Hmm. I mean, I feel like we all should, but I, I, th- I find more, more than a couple things that I relate to him. No, I relate, well, we're, we, we're going to get more into this latest season of BoJack Horseman on next episode, but I feel like I relate to Diane, obviously, but also the little pug the new pug character <laughs> yeah i like a mix between those two anyways um what did you have um you said you had like questions about my intro oh, yeah. yeah so how, like what made you have this realization of phil collins first of all oh my god because that song the can you hear it calling the that's wait that's is that no that's not tarzan fuck <laughs> no so there was a different song the one in the tarzan soundtrack and Wait, that wasn't in Tarzan also, though? No, I think that's just a regular... You know what? I'm going to Google it right now. I, I feel like that was also in Tarzan, though. Let me just double check. Yes. No! Yes. Is it? No. no. Wait, it's a you'll be... I mean, you'll be in my heart is a really good one, too, though. But he did. He did more than one song in that movie. He did the whole soundtrack. Yeah, so I feel like... No, In the Air Tonight is way older. It's way older. Oh, but gotcha, gotcha. But 
you have hits like You'll Be In My Heart. You remember that one? Tarzan soundtrack? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another one. There's that one, though, in the beginning where it's like really like intriguing and mysterious. And it's like, oh my God, only Phil Collins could do this. Only, like, also, Tarzan, like, that's not really even one of. I think the biggest thing that came out of that movie was Phil Collins' soundtrack. I wouldn't say that. The movie's a classic. Yeah. No one talks about Tarzan, though. You're you're insane. That movie's a classic. You don't talk about Tarzan. I mean, look, classic. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying people don't talk about it. All right, who and, and who in general has discussions about what hearing Disney movies? Of course, that movie's a classic. You don't have to talk about it. Um, did what? not did not expect that this episode would start off with an argument about Tarzan, but okay. Um, either way, great soundtrack, right? If you uh, are, agree with me that Tarzan is a classic, uh, send me an email at wilson at 2 Perfect. And if you agree with Kat, send her an email <laughs> to a cat at, well, at 2 official 2 The numerical two. So what else? What two. what other questions did you have regarding my... Um, oh, yeah. When, when did you record your Mew interview? Um, so it was a recording. It was just via email. Um, gotcha. So it was like the over the course of last week. I was like, they sent me, they send you like this list of questions, and then um, thought took my time, thoughtfully thoughtfully answered them, and then I submitted them uh, last Saturday. Um, so they've been posting the they've been posting the people that they're highlighting for this month over the last few days this last week so I think there are a few more left including me and I think they're going to be doing it for this last week since, since September is almost over there's only one week left of September that's crazy Word. did you give uh, did you answer any questions with a pun um I don't if you think didn't, so. it, you're not it's not on brand you got to redo the interview I'm I'm wondering if I should reduce the pun usage actually whoa I why know. change why change who you are for the clout? Well <laughs> well, this is kinda gets into um what I'm going to talk about improv class. But I I've heard that not everyone enjoys puns, so you know. It's like <laughs> But I did oh my god, I need to tell you about the puns that I did yesterday. So um yeah. so Matt and I cooked burgers yesterday and like they were probably one of the best burgers, homemade burgers we've ever had. So, something that we added, like, we had two patties were grilled with cheese in the middle, and we also had eggs and these little crunchy onion things. So, I was in charge of cooking the eggs. I'm like, you know, Matt, it's really good that you're having me cook the eggs. I'm really experienced in, <laughs> and, in cooking excellent eggs. And I just, I just kept going on and on. I just, it just flew, like, flowed out of me. I wasn't even thinking about it. Just every word came coming out of me was like an egg pun. So, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So we're gonna we haven't made an episode for a week or so. No, two weeks. And I feel like there's a lot of catching up to do. You know, yeah. Wilson did you know festival thing or whatever. But <laughs> just a little little festival thing. But. You guys need to hear about what I've been up to the past two weeks. So, American Horror Story is back. <laughs> <laughs> that already took up half your week. 
That's a good half of a week. Well, um, there, there's two episodes out now. Then once this episode, once this episode comes out, our episode, there will be another episode later on. Oh my gosh, Wednesdays are just gonna be the best days. Uh, for now. Yeah, on. I think start starting next week, right? We're gonna do like. American Horror Story recaps. We are. And we have to think of a name for it. So if you're an American Horror Story fan, or even if you're not a fan of American Horror Story, send us your name ideas for this, for this segment. You know, for the Jersey Shore, we had the Shore Report, which I thought was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that kind of fell in shambles because they got really busy. Then you stopped watching it, too. The but audience no, doesn't like, need to know. W- we're actually gonna watch, like, try to make an attempt to watch this. You know what I mean? No, you don't need to try to make an attempt. We're it's it's already happening. This is a part of my life now. So, <laughs> um, but I also, in addition to Marion Horster, I was like, all right, everyone needs to like when I like something, everyone needs to know that I like it. So I had ever I was able to get everyone, almost everyone in my office, to wear all black the day of the premiere. Did you wear black on your birthday? Fuck no. What? You're wearing black right now. I feel like it wouldn't even have been that hard to do. I'm, wear, I'm wearing a black shirt. You can only see my shoulders. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm only wearing a black shirt. You don't have, like, black sweatpants? Why would I? It's, it's Sunday. Like, what, what, what sense does this make to me to do it now? And I'm just saying. Great shorts. I'm just saying. I feel like it shouldn't. Wearing all black is probably why, why one of the easiest. Why would I wear all black on my birthday? Because that was the day of the season premiere of American Horror Story. What does that mean to me? The show sucks. We'll talk about that next week. So, anyways, I was able to get everyone, and then we also, obviously, had a photo shoot. When was the last photo shoot you've been in, Wilson? I've never been. I've in been. A photo shoot. I've been in two the past two weeks. So NPD. I also discovered the magic that is um, flautas from Tijuana Flats. Have you ever had them? Nah. What is it? Oh my god, they're so good. <laughs> If you are a fan of Tex-Mex like me, it's basically just like a tortilla and inside is cheese and like whatever meat that you order, like chicken or steak or beef, um, ground beef, and like they wrap it up and then they deep fry the whole thing and they're like little, like little rolls and then they, it comes with like six on a platter and there's like just diced tomatoes, a pile of diced tomatoes, a pile of diced onions, a pile of lettuce, and then it comes with a cup of guacamole with sour cream together, well, like, separated, but together in the same cup, and then another one with queso. It's so good. And we ate that during the premiere of American Horror Story. But in addition to that, they also have dessert flautas, which is cookie dough. So it's basically cookie dough deep fried in a, in a tortilla. You're making me real hungry. Right and now. in addition to the cookie dough. I'm about dough. to rush this episode. I'm hungry. In addition to the cookie dough. So you have the cookie dough, and it's wrapped in this tortilla, and it's deep fried. And then once they take it out, they cover it, they sprinkle it with powdered sugar, and it comes with a little cup of chocolate syrup. It's so good. So we had the, like, we had, like, the meat flour. The chocolate syrup throws me off. You don't like chocolate syrup? I do. Just not with this. With... Cookie dough with fried cookie dough, deep fried cookie dough. Why yeah. not? What do you mean? It just seems weird. Wow. Okay. You seem weird, but so we had the meat wow. flautas during American the first episode, and then we had the cookie dough flautas for the next episode. So you know, getting very cultured over here. Um, 
Yeah, very, very cultured. Cultured. Oh my god, it's so good. Cultured. Now, do you have a Tijuana Flats near you? Can you go? Um, I'm not sure. Miami's really weird. There's like, apparently there's like a bunch of restaurants that like are very common that I can never find. So yeah, there probably is a Tijuana Flats near here. I just can't find it. Well, I would like to introduce you to something called Google. They actually have something called Google Maps now, and you can type in any location and you can see how yeah. far away it is from you. Well, you know, there's something even better than that. What? It's called Uber Eats, so I don't have to go anywhere to go get food. Alright, that's true. That's true. Um, so, another big thing that happened was it was my two year work anniversary at Piper Inc. Go me. Did they get you a cake? They didn't get me a cake, but they got me champagne, bottle of champagne, and they got me flowers, and they also took me out to happy hours, so... Oh, Basically, fire. it's like, uh, you know, that, you can have a cake, or you can have all that alcohol, and either one works with me. So I got a question, because, mm -hmm. like, I feel like you, you've talked about multiple times when, like, in, the, in, your, in your work setting, you guys go to happy hour, right? Yeah. Um... Have you or anybody like in your team? You don't have to give no names because you know it might get might get embarrassing. But have you has anybody got like really crazy drunk during happy hour, like embarrassingly drunk? Um. Well, a lot of the times, actually, it's like we drink in our office, <laughs> so we're not we don't have to go out too much because like all like the great place great thing about our place is that we are located around where much of the shit show happens is like for for example first friday so we can people watch and we can see other people embarrass themselves but um behind closed doors um not really actually i mean i feel like we keep it professional for the most part gotcha i, I figure so because at the, at the end of the day you're still at work yeah you know yeah saying? yeah you're still at work so like if somebody were to one day slip up you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Get a little too saucy. A little too saucy. Will, will your boss trip about it? Well, it depends what it is. Like... What do you mean? Like, what, 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 is, what is it that they would be doing? Yeah, but, but yeah, she'd have to talk about it. Because she, you know, she's like, like we have... We nothing, nothing crazy, but visibly too drunk. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to no, keep no, that... Like, visibly. You got to keep that... You got to keep that tight. You can't be, like, sloppy. All right. So, here, you, so you, you can enjoy happy hour, but you just can't be too happy. You got you to gotta keep a little... Yeah, little, but little I was... Not going to lie. I was at risk, though, of getting sloppy. So we actually went out for my for my two-year work anniversary to this, like... It's mm -hmm. this place that's new. It's called Crafty Squirrel. And they had... Um, they had Long Island iced teas. Like, a whole section. Oh, that's dangerous. For See, Long, Long Island. Long Island iced teas is real dangerous. It is. You, you, don't, you can't even tell when you're getting drunk. Exactly, but it's also, like, the easiest thing to drink. So, um, yeah. I got that. And because it was, like, the because of the price, I was like, oh, this can't be that much that much alcohol. Even though it does say Long Island pitchers, I went with it anyways. So, the thing is, it did come in a pitcher. But it was, like, a miniaturized pitcher. It was 32 ounces of Long Island iced tea. And it was bright blue. So I was looking at a bird. I'm sorry. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at this bird. Oh my god. I'm like telling most of the story and then I look over at FaceTime and he's just like staring out 
at the window. There was a bird in my balcony. In my balcony, so I you look like my cat sure right now. <laughs> I heard you though. I heard you. Though. Um, yeah. we, long Long Island's are dangerous. They're real dangerous. But you know what though? I you would think that like a picture, a mini picture of Long Island iced teas would have like really fucked me up. But like nothing. I mean, I got buzzed, but like nothing really happened. I was like, not sure if I was relieved or if I was disappointed. <laughs> Yeah. Um. It was only ten dollars though, so maybe that's why. Word, word. Like a picture should a picture of anything shouldn't be ten dollars. Um, no. Um. Uh, but probably the main, most exciting thing that happened to me this past two weeks was I tried something new. Oh man! Now, if you remember, actually, in the beginning of this podcast, I made a comment to you. Saying that I think that you should consider becoming a comedian. Yeah. And you were like, what? You're like, what? I mean, I'm funny, but I'm not that funny. And then I was cheering you on. And then look at you now. I tried improv class. Improv class. <laughs> improv class. I like, I, I don't know if I really like how I feel about it yet. But, so, I find out that there's these like, adult improv classes which is like in adult improv classes i just hate saying that out loud but um they were their first class is free and it's like less than 10 minutes away from my house and it's like only an hour i'm like okay maybe i should try it. i'm very intrigued because i don't know yeah i've always been very drawn to the idea of me being funny in front of people, you know? I don't know. We'll see. But, like, this podcast, no one has to see my face, so it's, like, it works out. But the improv is, like, there are people that are, can actually see... They can, they can actually see me. So, um... But after debating all day, I decided at, like, 6.30... It's, it was, the class was at 8. I decided at 6.30, all right, let's just go. And you know what? It actually wasn't as terribly... It wasn't as terrible as I thought it could have been. Like, I thought, oh, my God, I was probably just going to curl up and die from how cringy it was. It was definitely very awkward. It was awkward, for sure. But so it was still really improv, fun. Is improv that shit that Todd from BoJack Horseman was doing? So I remember he was part of that club, but I need to rewatch his episodes now. Because I watched so it a while is, ago. Is, is improv the, the thing where, like, you say something and then you have to act it out? Yeah, so, like, there are different, like... So yeah, that's ex- what he was doing. Yeah, there are different, like, exercises that you have to, that we did in class. So the first one, the very first thing that we did, you guys, we had to, we were all in a circle, and we had to stretch, and, you know, you do a stretch, and everyone else does a stretch with you, and while you're doing the stretch, you have to um, describe a, like, a scenario, like your day, but you also have to do it in an accent, and so everyone else, the, as they're doing the stretch, they have to guess like what your emotions are and what your accent is. And I like doing accents, but I definitely wouldn't like say that I'm an expert. But luckily, I watched so many Soprano episodes that I think I think I got it down. <laughs> gotcha. So you did an Italian accent. I did a New Jersey Italian accent. Yeah. And oh, wow, that's, that's that's embarrassing. Please don't ever do that. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's the Sopranos are from New Jersey. I mean, they're also just Italian, but no, it's very, it's very specific. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it here. Don't worry. But no, please don't. I'm not gonna do it. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do it. 
So um, the other exercises um, were like you and oh my god, the probably the worst thing. Okay, I'll get to that one. But other exercises, it was like you and a partner. Like the partner would set up a scene, and then you have to go along with that what that person was saying. So you just have to like keep it going and like. <clears throat> The teacher timed us and we had to go for like a whole minute at one point and um, luckily I had some fart jokes in my pocket you got to use those but I think the worst most cringy part of class was when we had to do this thing called bad rap and <laughs> I don't even know if I want to tell you Wilson but basically so you're in a circle and you go you make this beat like clapping your thighs and then you clapping your hands like something and you like snap your fingers and then you go bad rap, bad rap. <laughs> and you're like singing that beat okay bad rap bad rap and then then it goes to a person and they like say a line and the next person and then you go the, you do the bad rap bad rap thing and then the next person goes and they have to rhyme they have to say a line that rhymes with the previous line and then you do the bad rap bad rap bad rap and it goes oh the God. next person and they start a new line a new rhyme, and then the other person. That's the rhyme. That was probably like the worst part. Like that's what I was oh, like. Confused. That's what I was are like. You, yeah, I need to. <laughs> are you training to be the next Wayne Brady, or are you training to be the next Drake? I'm, I I don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> I would much rather train to be the next Wayne Brady. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot of fun. So, I'm gonna go back on Monday. Okay. Yeah. So let's uh let's let's try to give uh our listeners a weekly update to see okay. how how your how your journey into improv is going. It's a there are eight classes left. Um, it's every it's once a week, and um, the it ends it ends with a per, a, a performance. Oh. <laughs> and, so in eight weeks, oh. you're telling me I could go watch you. <laughs> Technically, yes. So, but you're not required. I'm. No one is required to do the performance, right. though. So I don't Guys, know if I will I'm going to. I don't know. I will if be I'm live streaming on Instagram. <laughs> oh my god! But um, so the thing with the audience, the audience gets involved. Ooh. So the audience would like shout something out. Like you start the whole performance and. The audience, they ask the audience for like a word, and I don't know if the person goes like banana. You have to like do a skit with involving a banana. It's like things like that. So yeah, improv. So I got a, I got a little improv story to tell you. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll make it quick. So uh, it was my twenty third birthday. I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um. I was working a show in Orlando, um, for uh, in this guy McJenkins tour, um, <laughs> and it was my birthday though, so like, I was out there with Gats and um, Tess. Uh, Tess, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but I miss you. Um, but like, she's she's a homie. She's like one of my best friends. Um, the uh, if like I just remember. We, we were afterwards Tess and I went drinking downtown Orlando and then we stumbled across this like improv thing and it was like the most strangest thing I've ever been to because we had no expectation we didn't even know it was improv we just thought it was like a comedy show right mm -hmm. and it, we had no expectations and then we heard like the crowd shouting stuff out and um 
Yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, I never been back to an improv show, but I would definitely, <laughs> I would definitely go see you. Um, do that. You really don't have to. You really oh, do no. not have I, to do this. I know. I know. I don't have to, but I. It's it's worth the trip. See, the thing is, I've known that, like, I've I've steered clear of any improv shows my whole life. Like, if I see an improv thing, I'm like, fuck that. No way would I ever subject myself to that cringiness. You know what I mean? And here I am in the cringe. So what gave you the motivation to do it? So that's a really good question because I talked to, I talked to my boss about it and I was like, should I do this? She gives me, she gives good advice, you know what I mean? She's very direct. So she's like, well, I think you should do it because it's really good at helping you do public speaking. You know, it's really good for being a stronger presenter, speaking in front of people, and um, you just get more comfortable and you're able to think like on the fly. And I'm like, you know what, I really, a lot of things that I want to do involve talking in front of people, but I get so like, I, I want to do it, and eventually, after talking in front of people, I get I get like relaxed and used to it. But like the moments leading up to it, and like the first few minutes or so of talking, I'm like I feel like like I'm breathing really fast, and my hands are all sweaty and stuff. And I really would love to just like get over that and just be able to go up in front of people and like be really comfortable right away. So yeah. That's like that was like the final motivation. Like, yeah, this would probably be actually good to me, good for me, regardless of how awkward it is. Word. Yep. And also, you know, got that the office trivia coming up, so so that I can get into the mind of Michael Scott. I should do improv. <laughs> it's in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. My trivia in night. Two weeks. My trivia night. Yep. I'm oh, so. Yeah. Have you been training? Um, surprisingly, actually, I have not been watching a lot of The Office. Like, not as much as I usually do, because so many TV shows start, like, premiered. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, actually haven't been watching that much The Office, so we'll see if that, if it bites me in the butt, but, um, yeah. It's gonna fuck you up. I know. Maybe I'll just spend the next two weeks just, just watching The Office. Because I'm already done with American Vandal, I'm already done with BoJack. I'm already done with, um, there's another TV show. Oh, well, American Horror Story only comes on once a week. So, yeah, I have, I, I can clear, I have a clear schedule. Um, yeah, that was, <laughs> that's what I've been up to the past couple weeks since we've last updated you guys. Wow. Mm-hmm. Try new things. Try new things. That's the that's the um, message for this episode. Is make sure you try new things. Officially, officially. Okay, let me go later. Um, <laughs> I also got a memoji, but that's more of like something that you did than what I did. <laughs> I'm so well, jealous. You asked me to make one, <laughs> so <laughs> I demand. I didn't even ask. I just like demanded that you make me one, and it turned out so good. So thank you. Um, You're welcome. But how? Other than making memojis, how have you? How has the last couple of weeks been? Oh man, um, she's. I have a lot to get into. Um, I guess I could start with my birthday. Oh yeah, it was that your birthday. Be a good place to start. So, all right, the day before my birthday, um, the team took me out to dinner at this uh, um, uh, Japanese spot called Gayukaku. Mm. Um, 
really, really good spot. It's actually one of my favorite places in Miami. Um, it's one of those cook for yourself type of thing, but like just in like the the setup and like the meat is like better there and like it's a really good, really good fancy spot. Um, so yeah, the team and I went there um, because we weren't able to do anything on my birthday because it was like a lot of work going on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a couple days from the show. Um, so on my birthday, um, I really didn't do anything except get work done and uh, watch American Horror Story. Yeah. So I'd be, I'd be entirely disappointed that that's all I did for my <laughs> birthday. Because holy shit, that was garbage. But um. The, the thing is, I, I, up to that point, right, I still haven't even packed. You know what I mean? I still haven't even packed, like, at all. I didn't pack until, like, two hours before I had to get on the plane. Oh, my God. Two or three hours. Stressful. Plane, yeah. It was real stressful. I had a lot of work to do. Um, so, Thursday come along, right? So, my flight was Thursday night. You know what I mean? My flight was Thursday night. And, um... I, like I mentioned, I needed to pack and stuff, so I I still have to go to the office to work, um, and after the office, you know, I started packing or whatever, uh, I realized, damn, I gotta do laundry, so I did the laundry, I packed, I got to, I went to the airport, I got to the airport at 8 o'clock, right, my flight was at 10, right, um, and then... I saw that the flight got delayed, and I thought, oh, shit, well, there's a hurricane coming, right? And, like, it's not supposed to hit Florida, but I thought to myself, like, maybe, like, it just, like, got delayed because they're, like, preventing it a little bit. So I kept getting delayed 30 minutes at a time, right, until, like, it was, like, 1 a.m., and then they were, like, oh, yeah, well, the plane is, like, canceled for tonight. Wow. Yeah, you got you could fly out in the morning at like eight a.m. Oh my god! Right? Were you just like you were just waiting in the airport that entire time? Yeah, mm-hmm. Me and the, and the squad, we were waiting in the airport. It turns out it's a good thing that they canceled it because they overfilled the plane with fuel. Like like they were fueling the plane, right? Mm-hmm. It came from like New York or something, and they were fueling the plane, and they overfilled it to the point where it was like spilling it. What? How do they yeah, not, so was, how do they accidentally do something like that? Like, you can't even do that with your car. How can you do that with a fucking plane? Right, right. Um, so anyways, they, they, um, uh, they rescheduled it for the next day with another plane at 8 a.m. So they gave us hotel vouchers and, like, meal vouchers, right? So, like, you can get free food and shit like that in and, and the hotel. I mean, not in the hotel, in the, in the airport. Um, so, instead of going to the hotel, though, we stayed at our homie's crib that, like, lives near the airport. Um, How many of you were at, were, like, together that whole time? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. With me, it's eight. So, you just, like, showed up at your friend's house, you're like, hey, can we, (laughs) our our play got canceled, can we just hang out here? All of us except two people, two people went home. Hmm. Um, but yeah, all of us except two people showed up. Um, and um, so, anyways, we leave. We leave at eight a.m. Right? Mind you, I'm wide awake now. Now I can't sleep on this plane. Now you know what I mean. Like I'm, you're like up now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like damn. I I, I love night flights because you could just sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like you just sleep. But now you're up for six hours on a plane. <laughs> Did you sleep you know? at all at, at the friend's house? 
Yeah, I did. I slept. I slept a few hours. But I was. it was enough for me to say I'm not tired anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, get to San Francisco. We flew into San Francisco, right? Um, and, man, San Francisco is beautiful. Yeah. I'm not going to front. Like, holy shit. That's like, why it's so expensive to live there. All right. I wanted to talk about that because shit is crazy. This shit is, it's, it's so crazy how expensive it is. Yeah, I had a dream for like a solid six months a few years ago that I was like, I'm going to move to San Francisco. That is where I am meant to live. And then I found out how expensive it was. I was like, eh, never mind. <laughs> Just kidding. It, all right. To give you context of how expensive it is to live in San Francisco, to take the bridge to Oakland, right, you don't have to pay anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you want to take that same bridge going from Oakland to San Francisco, you have to pay every time. Really? So they're like, oh, yeah, it's free to get out of here. Please leave. But if you want to get in, how much does it cost to, to cross into San Francisco? I have no idea. I got billed for it, and I didn't even look, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I didn't even look. It's, it's like I just paid it. I was like, whatever. <laughs> we took so many back and forth trips that it didn't even matter. So um, we pulled up to, to San Fran, right? Our hotels were, were in San Fran. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like about a 40-minute drive from, from our hotel to the stadium in, in Oakland. Um, so first, I got to tell you guys this. So um, in Oakland, they had us in this hotel. Like, All right, so the stadium in Oakland is like dead center in the hood of Oakland, right? And they had us in this hotel that's like real scary looking <laughs> in Oakland, right across the street from the stadium. And we're like, nah. Only only reason why we say nah is because like we we're in a position that people know that we work for the festival. Yeah. Right? And like we we're endangering ourselves by being too close to that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, does that make sense? Bougie. Can't be seen. Um, Can't be seen in a certain place. Nah, like like people know like you know what I'm saying they know that we have the passes and shit like that to get backstage and all that so like it's just a, a security thing like it, it didn't feel right man so you should get we, like bodyguards I mean we do really you have a bodyguard not 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 me not oh. me but some like some of us got bodyguards dang okay yeah, continue no, I'm 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 got my bodyguards right here you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> wow well somebody has his fists up <laughs> Very convincing bodyguard over here. Yeah, it's uh, Joe and Schmo right here. Um, but <laughs> so yeah, the, our hotel was in San Fran. Um, that first night, uh, I first of all I felt disgusting. You you don't have you ever traveled like really long flights? Mm-hmm. So like you you're feel disgusting. Oh yeah, traveling. definitely. You don't feel like yeah. a person anymore. Yeah. So I I, I took like the longest shower ever. Cause like just, I just need to scrub all the traveling off of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just scrub all the traveling off of me. So, I got ready. Um, we went out to uh, to eat um, at this place called Cha Cha's, right? Mm-hmm. And all right, imagine Cha-Cha's. this area. Of, <laughs> yeah, there's this area of San Fran that's like, all right. So you know how like in, in I don't know if you know, but in Miami they have like little Haiti, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like. You know, they have, like, like Chinatown in New York. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right. So this area in San Fran, I, I don't know if it has an actual name for it, but I called it Hippieville. Okay. Because it, it legitimately is everybody walking around with tie-dye shit, like, and looking like they're from the 70s. Yeah. Like, that's San Francisco. Like, 
So this spot, Chachas, right? This spot, um, it was a gentrified hippie Colombian restaurant. Mm. How was it? How was it? The food was good. Mm-hmm. The food was good. Super overpriced. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Let me tell you, like they had a. Uh, in order to sit down and eat, right? It said it on the menu. Everybody had to order a minimum of $15 worth of food. Like, what? even if you weren't that hungry, like, what? you had to order a minimum per person, a minimum of $15. You couldn't sit down if you're not eating. That's one thing. You couldn't sit down if you're not eating. And then every, it's like a minimum of $15 per person. And then on top of that, it was like they put a tip in already of 25%. What? 20? Oh, my gosh. So how, how big is this place? Like, is it pretty small that they it's, have to require? It's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty like, decent size. It's, like, split in half. Like, they have two rooms sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's packed. Huge. Like, packed. Like, so many people were there. The food was good, like I said. But, damn, I spent a lot for some jerk chicken. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't even... Yeah, like, in, in considering how, like, you can probably get that in Florida, like, anywhere... And that's really good. How does it compare to the food here? If you were to get Colombian food here. It's not all that. It's not all that compared to the Colombian food here. Yeah. It's not all that. I think what you're paying for, though, is the the experience. Because, like, the waiters there are, like, really, really, like, bro, they're so fast. I've never seen some shit like that. I've never had a moment where my cup of water wasn't full. Like, like. I would take a sip, but he like he's like standing behind me, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean, like yeah. it was like really really quick service, and we all got our food fast, we all got served fast, you know what I mean, like I guess you're paying for that, but like holy shit, it's like not we spent a lot of money there, you know what I mean, like just mm-hmm. eating regular ass Colombian food. <laughs> so did you did you eat um, on on the festival grounds, like any of the ven- the vendors that you had? No, I wasn't able to. Oh, when, man. When the show's happening, like, I'm so busy. Like, I end up starving myself on accident. You know what I mean? Like, on, I end up realizing at the end of the day, like, holy fuck, I haven't eaten. I need to go eat so much food right now. Damn, because, like, festival food, depending on what it is, is, like, my favorite food. I, 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 look, only, so, I look forward to eating at festivals. You just have to get the, the right only, stuff. The only Rolling Loud where I actually had festival food was SoCal last year. Um, and that's because um, I met up with this girl Joanna in the crowd. I went like for like I had like a like a ten minute break for me to go like have food with her in the crowd. But um, other than that, I don't I don't have the time. You know what I mean? To like go and eat and shit. Um, so uh, afterwards, like we went like you know looking around and stuff, and we saw this record store called Amiibo mm-hmm. or Amoeba. Amoeba, amoeba, amoeba? <laughs> like the yeah, thing amoeba. in your body, like um... yeah, yeah, that, that's what it was. It was amoeba. <laughs> so um, it was like a huge record store, but it was closed. So we made it a point that like at some point we needed to go back there. So I'm gonna t- circle back on that when we do like later on. But um, so we go back to the hotel, right? And uh, we start getting ready for the morning because like you know we had like. A really long weekend ahead of us and we did all this traveling um oh i i skipped a big big important part we went to the site we went to the to the actual festival ground and um holy shit all right so let me, let me explain this to you 
the stadium, right? It's the Oracle Arena is right here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the the uh, Oakland Coliseum with or the Oakland Coliseum. Play is right here. Yeah, it's right here. Mm-hmm. And Rolling Loud is like in the middle, in between them, sort of thing, right? So the two stages are like here and here, like facing both arenas, right? And you needed golf carts to get anywhere. Like first of all, you know what I mean. Like, um, if you wanted to go to where the the artist lounge is, like you needed a golf cart there because it's not. It's like a fifteen minute walk. Oh, that's time, right? that's smart though, because then no one can just like walk up there. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. So uh, we we went to look where everything was. Right. Found everything. I made sure I got my golf cart locked in. You know what I mean and stuff like that. And then I realized something. Right. Like. I'm I like like I was so tired because of all the traveling right and the fact that we had like the night fucked up with the, with the flight and shit like that that I, I probably wasn't gonna be able to uh, to do this like to do the to do this um, correctly like I was still in Eastern time you know what I mean do like, what I was, correctly I was, like the sh- like be able to work the show correctly. Oh, I was start- I was starting to doubt myself because I didn't have I- we didn't have enough time to rest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. At this point, it's like five p.m. there, but it's eight p.m. in my mind. Yeah. Right. It's like <clears throat> I didn't have enough time to like adjust to the situated. time. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was starting to worry because I was like, damn, I need I need to be like fully alert. Rested. Yeah. Yeah, I need to be I need to be fully rested because if not like so we I'm, we made a decision that after like dinner we weren't going to do nothing crazy because we needed a rest, you know. So we have breakfast at the hotel the next day. We go to site. All right. So day 1. Okay. Um let me tell you that like it didn't take long for me to start freaking out. Oh it no. Because all right, so my job was I needed to get these contracts signed right yeah and then also i needed to take the people that needed to get paid all the way to the artist lounge from the stage to the artist lounge to pick up checks so right? are you driving each of these people on your golf cart yeah mm-hmm. um the issue was that doing both of those at one time was like a little too much because i I didn't realize how far everything was when there's people in the middle of your way. Oh, true. You yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because when I, when I did it the day before, it was like there was nobody there. Yeah. But now I got I got people in my way. So, like, I was overwhelmed in the beginning. So, I ended up getting help from other people in the team. You know what That's I mean? That's good. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, are, I was, what, it was a lot. It were was the people lot. that were in the way, were they, like, festival goers or were they, like, people working the event? There were a mixture of people go work in the event and like guests of like the artists and shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was a bit much, and um, but luckily we got it figured out. Um, everybody got paid and all that. Everybody got the contract signed. Um, for like that day, um, I didn't get to enjoy. I lied. Hold on. No, I lied. All right. So, I knew who the special guests were. Right offer it like I knew we were getting g we were getting Kaylani you know what I mean we were getting Tyga the next day um g <laughs> yeah so um g came out during Pilo set alright so first of all I want to talk about Pilo for a second you might not know Pilo no I don't I have right? no idea <laughs> I 
I had no idea. Like, <clears throat> I, I don't listen to that music, right? So the that area of California is different from any area in, that I've ever seen. They're different than New York, different than Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, they support their artists so much, Cat. Hmm. It's it's crazy. So like, he's a local guy, act. He, he is a local act, right? Okay. He is a, a local act from. He had one of the biggest crowds that I've seen. You know For I mean? a local act or just in general? Or in at, general. Oh, really? In general. Like, he, he, he had such a big crowd that it almost was like, damn, like, we put it, he probably should have put him later on the show. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I took a video of this crowd. It was insane. And then he brought out G-Eazy. You know what I mean? And like, G-Eazy from the Bay Area. Oh, know? I didn't know that. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Right, right. He, all right, so I'm, I'm going to get into the following day, right? I, I, like, when, when I get into the following day, I'm going to talk about another Bay Area local. But, yeah, so Yapilo's a local. Um, huge crowd. Sweetie, another Yeah. One. Huge crowd. Did G, G Easy perform with Sweet, Sweetie? No. No, he only came out there when people said. Okay. Um, they have a song together, too, though. Yeah, it's on the playlist. Um, no, I'm talking about Pilo. Oh, um, I'm talking about Sweetie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she she killed her set too. She had an incredible set also. Um, so, you know, I, I I only was able to enjoy on day one. I was only able to enjoy his set. I got so busy. You know what I mean? Like so busy with other shit. So I wasn't able to watch a Wiz. I really wanted to watch a Wiz, but I wasn't able to watch a Wiz. Did you see him in Miami? I know I was busy oh. also. I still haven't been able to see. It. But apparently he had a really, really good set in I'm sure. the Bay Area. Yeah, he was like, he did a lot of cushion orange juice, from what I hear. Oh, um, that would have been, uh, must have been, must be nice, must be nice. Yeah. Um, so day two, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, at this point, I'm dead tired. I'm, I'm fucking exhausted. My feet hurt. You know what I mean? It's like, Sunday, like, right? Day two is Sunday? Sunday. Yeah. Is it yeah, less so, stressful when there's only two days versus, like, three days in Miami versus two days in California? Is it a little less no, stressful? Two days, two days is always less stressful okay. than three days. You know what I mean? Three days, like, by day three, you feel like you're fried. <laughs> you feel like you're dead. You so, know? but even though you're not jet lagged, like, would you, the jet lag plus it, two it's days. It's the work. It, it, well, I would rather be jet lagging two days than working three days for mm, sure. Okay. Because by day two, you're t- you're caught up on sleep, you know. True. Um. So, yeah, we day day two. Um, I was able to see more performers day two. I was able to see like Pusha T. Um, I got to see the whole Travis Scott set. Um, and shit like that, but. Man, I gotta talk about Mike Sherm. So Mike Sherm, I'm gonna give you guys, I'm gonna give you like this this equivalent of Mike Sherm, right? Who? What is his Mike, name? Mike. Mike Sherm. Okay. He is the definition of a local, right? Okay. Like, has no label, has no manager, doesn't even have a DJ, right? Doesn't wow. Even have a DJ. Like he's a local Bay Area act. Okay. Mm-hmm. We 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 paid him like we barely paid him like you know what I mean? We, he was just a local a local guy independent local person. independent local guy he had a massive crowd cat he's a bay area act they love their rappers from out there 
Wow. A massive crowd. Like I took I put a video up of it and like he I was thoroughly impressed. Like, holy shit. Like so, of course he he wouldn't do that here in Miami or anywhere else. Right. You know what I mean? So why why would you pay him less than like another act? Because the numbers show we, like we didn't know just how many how popping he was over there. Mm, we just okay. we just see from out from here we just mm-hmm. see that he's only reaching this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This and it's way. just him. He's actually reaching this over there. Okay, you can't you know? see you can't see or hear yeah. that on the podcast. But Wilson started off with his hands close together, and then he when he said, "Oh, but he's his reach is actually like this." He widened his hands. <laughs> I think they understood the context. I think that wasn't I don't know. necessary to explain. Oh, no. Um, but um, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, Mike Sherm. Oh, Barry. yeah, Mike Sherm. So they they um, you know, he started his set like as soon as he before he even came out, they were like chanting his name. Like you know what I mean? Like like, all right, I know this girl. Uh, shout out to Natasha from the Bay, um, and, like, I, I was, like, texting her the whole weekend, right, and mm-hmm. she was, like, I asked her what time she was pulling up on Sunday, and, um, she was, like, I gotta make sure I go early, because I gotta go see Mike Sherm, and I was, like, really? <laughs> I was, like, really? Like, she's, like, yeah, like, all my friends, like, they, they really want to go see Mike Sherm, and sure uh-huh. enough, Mike Sherm. Sure, Sherm enough, they showed up. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> I will never give up the puns. Um, so, well, acts like that where they're like really, really popular in the Bay Area and they have like such a strong fan following, are they more like are they like less likely to try to like reach out beyond the Bay Area? Or see, I, I thought about that, and and what makes me think is E forty. E40, right, outside of the Bay Area, will probably only do, like, 700 capacity rooms. 700? Yeah. Okay. In the Bay Area, he's probably doing, like, 3,000, 4,000 capacity rooms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that, like, in some cases, like, E40, like, a Pilo, like, oh, like, a Mike Sherm, like, I think that they're good just staying there, to be mm. honest. Like, if they get that much support, you know what I mean? Why would you, <laughs> you know... Like, imagine your hometown loves you that much. Like, you know what I mean? Compared to everybody else. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, Lux is about to jump on the desk. Oh, my God. Wait. Okay. She was, like, eyeing this area of the desk. She's on the floor right now. And if she jumps, my phone might fall. Okay. She's eyeing it. And she's not going for it. All right. Good for you, Lux. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, no. She's looking at the other side now. There's a bowl there. There's a glass bowl. Please don't. You should just give her the bowl. She doesn't want the bowl. She wants to... Okay, she's walking away. All right. Good for you. You've really you've really shown a lot of mat- maturity and growth, Lux. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, going back to Pusha T, you know, um, I, I want to talk about Pusha T and the importance of, like, booking him mm-hmm. was, right? So, um... When I first started, like, doing shows, my first attempt on booking a big artist was Pusha T. And I ended up getting outbid by another company, and it hurt so wow. much. Wow. Wait, what What year was this? Wow, this was 2012 or 2013. Hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it, was, it was a while ago. Um, five, or six, five or six years later. 
Yeah, here we are. Um, he's a really cool dude. Like, you know, what I mean, he, has, he had an incredible crowd, and it was really cool. Um, Travis, man, where do I begin about Travis? First of all, by the time I got to that point of the show, I already finished. I got everybody signed. I got everybody paid. I was, Yay. I was ready to just decompress. You know what I mean? Decompress. I I literally grabbed a bottle of Hennessy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just I said fuck this <laughs> and I, I just literally grabbed a bottle of Hennessy and I went and I went into the crowd to watch Travis oh you went into the crowd yeah I went into the crowd and then eventually found my way into the uh, VIP um, area where the rest of the team we were all there we wow like, took, we like took up this whole section for the team and but you know what Travis. I'm very surprised that you still went into the general admission crowd how long were you in there no for? no no the, when I say regular crowd, I mean the artist lounge area. Oh, oh my God, like, like that's I, like that's so like, different. Well, I wasn't. I was, was different to being on stage. That's what I mean. I wasn't on stage. Mm. I was in a. I was in a crowd. So we don't do GA. <laughs> That's why I was so surprised. Happen. That's why I was so surprised. I, as a matter of fact, I don't even know what was in GA. I didn't even look at GA, to be honest. You probably couldn't even. Oh, no, I lied. I, I did when it was empty and nobody was there because I had to cross through the field, right? And your golf cart. And I saw that. Yeah, we we uh, we got we got a bus called a Turkulator. What is it called? It's called a Turkulator. What's we the Turkulator? It's it's like a party bus, and we got it. <laughs> we put it in the middle of GA. In the middle of the crowd. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a bus called a Turkulator, and if you go in, it's like a party bus. Oh wow! I um, I've been in a party bus once, and it was in Miami. That was the one time. But would, would you bring one to Rolling Loud, Miami? Yeah, I might hit up the torque later and be like, yo, <laughs> pull um, Yeah, I, um, and I guess, like, you having a bottle of Hennessy should have given away that you weren't actually in GA, because I don't think they would, yeah, like, no. let you. I mean, I, I, they'll definitely let me. I mean, it's me, Kat, come on. But, so, um, are you, are Travis Scott and the Rolling Loud team, like, are you guys BFFs? Because... Seems like in my you... head. <laughs> are you gonna ask him? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Yo, Travis, are we friends? Are you friends now?" <laughs> but I mean, he's been with he's been performing for you guys. Um, Travis performed at the very first. Yeah. You know, like Travis grew up as an artist with Rolling Loud. That's yeah. a fact. Like, yeah, you know I mean, so here's the thing, Travis. Tra- the story of Travis Scott and the t- story of Rolling Loud really go hand in hand, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Travis performed in the Bay Area last year, too, right? He performed in the Bay Area last year, and people weren't as hyped to see him as they were now. Yeah. So, here we are a year later. We doubled our sales, or more than doubled. We more than doubled our ticket sales for the show, right? Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, he more than doubled his fame. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's... It's crazy. It's crazy. We it goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. Um, I think what the, the one thing about his set that I took away is how much love he has for the, for this culture, like the, the underground culture. Mm-hmm. He brought out Gunna. He brought out um, Sheck West. He brought out Young Thug. He brought out Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver wasn't even on the show. Like he brought out. He just brought him with him. Um, all during like, his set? All during his set, yeah. How long was his set? Um, 75 minutes. Oh, wow. That was a very specific number. 
I mean, that's how much that's how much he asked for. Um, but the the um, Young Thug coming out was a really big deal. You know what I mean? It's Young Thug and Travis. They make such beautiful music together. Mm-hmm. Um, Young Thug set was incredible too. I forgot to tell you that. YG brought out Tyga. YG was an interesting guy. So he got on stage, right? Mm-hmm. And he demanded titties to be shown. He was like, I'm not starting this. And so I see titties over there, titties over there. T- he, he In the crowd? In the crowd, yeah. Oh, okay. It's a very risky thing for him to do, considering it's an all-aged event. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought that to myself. I was like, hmm. I wasn't there, but I heard it. You know what I mean? I heard it like from the back. From the back. Were, were you like, were you like, why, G? <laughs> wow that's honestly the best one you've had all day thanks. that was good i see i just get that better that's what i'm talking about i need to be good at the start but thank you i appreciate it so anyways <laughs> so yeah I, I was thinking in my head like like why gee no, i'm joking <laughs> um no the i was thinking to myself like i wonder if he's thinking this through Mm-hmm. Like 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 I wonder if this is just something that he does. Cause I, like I, honestly, I haven't. I've never watched like his live set before, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I, I wonder if this is something that he just does at all his shows, or if he really thinks this through. Yeah. And then like, sure enough, like from what I heard, like there were ev- everywhere like girls just taking their tops off and throwing them everywhere. And, oh, hmm, throwing okay. them? You're just gonna throw away your shirt? What about what happens when you when the set's over? You're just gonna walk around? Okay. I feel like they weren't thinking ahead. Hey man, it's rolling loud. Anything is possible. Um, which it's not the first time that I've seen that. I just haven't seen an artist ask for that. You know what I mean? Like, like I remember during Playboy Cardi in Miami last year. Like, I looked in the crowd and like the girls were voluntarily doing it. But Playboy Cardi wasn't like, "Show me your titties." You know? Yeah. <laughs> like YG was that guy. YG was that guy. Also, you know? isn't he like way older than Playboy Cardi too? He is. Which makes it even more interesting. Yep. <laughs> even more interesting. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying it was interesting. That's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Saying it was interesting. Um, so, you know, I didn't get to see a set though. I was at that point. I was finishing up paperwork with like Young Thug or whatever, and then I was gonna head to Travis. So I wasn't. I didn't see a set. But I heard when I heard when Tiger came out, the crowd erupted. Like Tiger's big right now, cat. Tiger is. I think right there. I think I do maybe enjoy like one of his songs, his current songs. I don't know what it's called, but I remember it's taste. I already know what it is. What, it's is taste. it? Because I like remember yeah. listening to it and I shazammed it or something. And I'm like, oh, Tiger, what? <laughs> really? It's he's yeah, he's popping right now. He's really popping right now. But that's the thing. Like Tiger has found a way to every few years make himself relevant again. Like 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 he found a, he found a way to do that. Like, he'll go away, come back a couple years later, drop a hit, and go away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's just what Tyga does. Shout out to him, man. So, did Tyga and um, Travis Scott ever cross paths? Good question. I don't think so, though. Okay. Good question, though. Because is, um, is it small enough behind the scenes that they, like, no. artists see each other? Or no. is it... Travis had, like, his... Travis had this, like, entire floor for him so no. what do you mean entire floor how many how does it work like is it are you in so a building what we did what we did was we used the, the coliseum mm-hmm. as the dressing rooms okay and travis had his own floor 
Oh, but I mean, there are elevators in there, right? <laughs> yeah, but there's also security. True. Okay. We we made sure everything. I mean, come on. Last year we had the little bee incident. We made sure yeah. everything was tight tightened up. Did the you? little bee wasn't our fault. He didn't want security, but I'm just saying, like. Yeah. We made sure that even though they didn't want it, they got it. Mm-hmm. Um. So the Hulia that was a year ago. I know, weird. right? It doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah. Did you have you heard from Little B since then? Nah, man. I think the base god doesn't like us anymore. Oh no! It's, it's not our fault. It's not our fault. It's not maybe me. you'll make amends. Maybe, maybe. I have faith. Um. So, uh, yeah, Travis. Travis, like I mentioned, he had an incredible set. I, I ended up in the in in the Sky Deck Lounge with the team. Like all of us, we were all there. Like any our accountant, our lawyer, like we we're all there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just vibing and enjoying and soaking it all in. You know what I mean? And like just taking shots. Like we finished that whole Henny bottle. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, was, I've never was, had I've never had Hennessy before. Oh my god, I have to stop everything that I'm doing right now to shame you. Okay. What? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I've never had it. It's just. Listeners of this podcast, please, with me, let's all point at Kat. Oh my god. And be like, what the fuck? Okay, right, I'll, go, I'll go get some Hennessy right now. <laughs> After this podcast, I'll go buy some Hennessy. You want to talk about being cultured? I know. I know. I know. I just. I I know exactly what to get you for Christmas. Hennessy. A shirt saying I haven't had Hennessy yet. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the store (laughs) right now and then have some Hennessy. I don't know. I feel like I would. Yeah. I I just never. It's just never. I also don't really buy that much liquor too. So I'm not the one buying it. Yeah. I don't know. All right. All right. All right. To do to do on this on this bright sunny Sunday afternoon, I'll go buy. I'll go just drink some Hennessy. <laughs> That's what you do, right? right? That's like a normal thing with Hennessy. No, okay. <laughs> but it's it's okay. Um, so, anyways, um, Travis like, he had a great set. Um, mm-hmm. Set finished. We wrap up the show. You know, we give hugs to everybody. Congratulations. Blah blah blah. Um, we had like, like some. We had delivered to us McDonald's and pizza at celebration. <laughs> Like a massive amount of McDonald's and pizza, um, as a, like, wow. a celebration thing. Really? So yeah, we're all back there celebrating with McDonald's. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's and, like a and Mc- pizza. That's awesome. There's like nothing. There's like nothing open. You know what I mean at that time. True. True. Nothing open. So um, uh, we're celebrating or whatever, and then I realized like it. It kind of hit me. I had this like weird moment, like where it kind of hit me, like damn, like yo, like Rolling Loud's really popping. Holy shit! Because like, we got McDonald's. No, 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 no. I it really hit me like, yo, Oakland is an area where we really don't have any ground team or anybody like pushing to show up there. Everything was digital, cat. Everything was digital. Like you, you didn't I mean? have any billboards. No, not this time. Hmm. Everything was digital this time. You know, and we we legitimately sold forty thousand. Wow. That's really interesting. I think that's that's something that I would just like to talk to you from because I work in marketing and mm-hmm. like I just am really curious to know like how what you do digitally for to so advertise it, because like it, that's, that's incredible. 
it's it really comes down to the timing of it, right? We, mm-hmm. we were really fortunate, and also I wouldn't even say fortunate. We just kind of had, we always have this knack of seeing the vision, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna circ- like go back a little bit. Last year, right for Miami, we went all in on Kendrick Lamar, like mm-hmm. months before Damn was announced that it was coming out. We knew we knew it was we knew it was happening. We knew it was coming out. It comes out. Two weeks later, we sold out our first ever forty thousand show. You know what I mean? So when you say you go all in with Kendrick, are you saying like all your ads are about Kendrick? Or well, when I say all in, is like all right. When we announced when we announced Kendrick, people were like, "Oh, what the fuck!" Like he hasn't even dropped any music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like we just kind of know who to book. Like we're we're. We take risks, but it's like the right risks. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like the right risks. Um, and then we use that as a way to like push. Like, uh, let me keep it real. Like a, a big, a big portion of it really is our Twitter. Like, look at our Twitter account. You know what I mean? Like we, we engage all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, we we keep conversations flowing. Our do IG you, account. Do uh, you look think? At, uh, look at like, look at like Coachella's Instagram account and look at ours. They yeah. put, they don't they don't put content out, you know what I mean? Like they don't put, we're always putting shit out every day, every day. So do you do you get a lot of like um, support from the people that you're like the artists? Like do you get a lot of artists like retweeting and sharing your stuff, or is that? Um, I wouldn't it, say I wouldn't say a lot, but for I would say a good amount. Like, w- like, do you think that's like a significant portion of like your exposure is artists? On, that you're uh, that are on the lineup, sharing your sharing Rolling Loud stuff. I would say, um, hmm. See, that's that's difficult because we have to chase that from people. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? We have to chase that from people, and not everybody does it even while we're chasing. Okay, so like, it's not something you can depend on. No, it's not. It's definitely not. It helps. I would say it helps like maybe fifteen percent. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not enough to make to you know to make or break the show. Yeah. Like we we I don't think Jay Cole ever posted our flyer. Hmm. Until like maybe the week of the show, when we were already sold out. True. Okay, that's you interesting. Know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it it hit me, it hit me like we reached like this level now, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, or we're getting to this level now where people really trust our brand. Like, I, I can't, I can't say, I, like, I can't say how many we sold for LA, right? Yeah. But we did a twenty-four hour sale, and how much we sold for, like, floored me, cat. Like, I'll say it off the record to you, but I'm not gonna do it like recording. It floored me how much we sold just on in twenty-four hours on a pre-sale. Like, it's that much, you know? It's it it, it shows just how much people trust the brand. So. That's for LA. When we do this Miami shit, though, oh my gosh! Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. That's 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 the one. Me that's too. <laughs> so something um else that's like speaking of your Twitter, something else that I found like really interesting is that like you guys are your Twitter. Yeah. Like unlike like they're you know even celebrities, but like I'm sure like festivals they have a whole team just devoted to posting for social, but like. You showed me like, yeah, the, here's the Rolling Loud Twitter, and it was on your phone. I'm like, 
<laughs> you could just like switch off and you just like post from there. Yeah, I'm I'm rarely on it. I'm not I'm not gonna expose who's on it because I don't think he feels comfortable with it. But yeah, no, it, I'm rarely on it though. I I don't think I I think I've only tweeted off of it like four times. True, but regardless, it's still like your team, like the few of you that yeah. plan it and stuff. But you're also posting. Right, right. It is. It is definitely just us. It's our team. Mm-hmm. Oh. Good job. You did it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and the next one that you're going to... The next one is in California again. Yes. It's L.A. L.A. Mm. What, in December? December, yep. 14 or 15. It's my dad's birthday. The 14th. So it's, a fr- it's, it's a Friday and Saturday. I think this is our first time doing this. So it's a... It's a a Friday bit. and Saturday? Yeah, Friday and Saturday. Why did, why did you decide to do Friday and Saturday instead of Saturday and Sunday? Because there's a football game in that stadium on Sunday. Oh, oh my God. The cleaning crew. Is <laughs> yeah, no. Can you imagine that? They got to get everything cleared up. Oh, my God. <laughs> the stage is removed and all that. That whole, like, that whole weekend for traffic will be nuts, I'm sure. Damn. Yep. But I feel so old. That's, like, the first thing that I think of is how messy it's going to be and how much of, logistically, the cleaning crew is going to have to, like, (laughs) how much work that's going to be. So, um, wow. Um, and you're back in Miami now. Back in Miami, back home. But wait, I I missed a very important part. Oh. Oh, okay. The next day. Because th- this this is going to flow into, like, our next segment also, right? Okay. But the next day, our flight was at nighttime, so we had the whole day, like, to just, like, hang out and do things in San Fran, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we we had breakfast at the hotel, right? Hotel had great breakfast, by the way. That's a whole other thing. But um, then we decided we're going to spend some time, like, sightseeing. Right, like being tourists, and so we we can decompress. You yeah, know, we're gonna we're gonna be tourists. So we went to this place. I'm gonna fuck this up because I forgot what it's called, but it's called like Goat Goat Mountain or something like that, or Goat Swing Mountain. Um, it's like this like specific park in in a mountain in San Fran where you can see all of San Fran. It looked really fucking cool. Um. But, like, also, I felt like it was worthless to go there. <laughs> wait, wait, really are cool. there goats there? No, I have no idea why they call it that. Okay, um, so it's a mountain, though. It's just a mountain. You went hiking? No, oh. I drove up there. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> um, so, from there, we went to the, the Full House house. Oh, yeah. I tried to FaceTime you while I was there, so you could see it. Oh. But... but um, it turns out that they use two houses. There's one house what? that they show. They, they there's one house they show in the beginning of the credit scene, and that is the house that we went to. And then there's another house that's like down the street from there. That's where they, they actually show in in the show. Like that's <gasps> oh like an God. area that they made in the show. Like if you watch the opening credits, it's a different house than what, what the, than what they showed during the show. Oh my God! I feel so lied to i feel like so oh that, my god that the deceit. Though, like, 
That place is like a real tourist attraction, though. There were people like filming the house and everything. Like, so did you go to the one? Somebody lives here. <laughs> what did you go to the one yeah. that like was part of the opening credits, or did you go to the one where you actually, where it was the shot in? The opening credit one. Okay. The opening credit one. People, someone it, lives it, there. Yeah, I keep like there were like legitimately like seventy people just like lined up with their cameras out, just like watching it. Like, can you imagine living there and like everybody's just like? Why would you live there? Like, you must. Uh, maybe they're just really into Full House, or they're just really into having pictures of their property taken care of. Maybe they're just really into that. Right, right. Um, and then uh, afterwards, we ate at um, went to I think it's called Japan Town. Mm-hmm. We went to Japan Town, and we ate this really fire restaurant. I forgot what it's called. I'm not gonna lie, but I, I got tricked, and it turned out to being a, li- a little another little birthday dinner for me. <laughs> and then they brought out this like hat and like, they brought out a hat they brought out a hat yeah these little ice creams and I was like damn I got tricked again <laughs> um and they took this Polaroid of us um so after that um what do we do we went well we ended up going to that record store right the mm-hmm. uh, Amoeba 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 whatever it is I bought um a vinyl for um it's a purple vinyl for Aaliyah's back and forth record. Oh wow! It's like a limited edition purple vinyl. Wow, that's um, cool. The 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 store is incredible. They have so much. I legitimately felt like just spending all my money just on <laughs> vinyls because they had like everything. They had like this like Drake mixtape like way before So Far Gone, like some old shit, some Toronto DJ mixtape when like, he was still on though. when he was still on Degrassi. It, he had just like finished Degrassi, like that was how long ago it was. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, and they had it, it on like vinyl. Some Toronto DJ, yeah. Toronto, some Toronto DJ made it into a vinyl. They had that. They had they had so much. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, so from there, I ended up wandering off because I was trying to find a bathroom. Right. <laughs> I was. I needed to go take a piss somewhere, and I was trying to find a bathroom, and. The like this is back in that hippie area that I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a Whole Foods there, right? And the Whole Foods to use their bathroom is like the most complicated thing ever. You have to download this app, right? And you have to buy something, and then on the receipt it has this little barcode thing. You have to use the app to scan the barcode, and it gives you a code where you can type in on the door, and it opens the door for you to go in. Holy shit! What the f- what? What? Yeah. I'm being so serious. Um, do they really have a problem with people, like, not buying stuff at Whole Foods and needing to they, use a bathroom? Because I feel like that whole area, like, they wouldn't... It's so gentrified that <laughs> they wouldn't need there's to There's a lot of them. homeless people there, though. Like, um, a lot of homeless people. It's pretty crazy. Um, In general, in California in general. But in that specific area, there was a lot. Um... So I said, no, this is too crazy. So I ended up going to this bar next door to Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. It's called like it's called the Milk Bar, right? Ew, the what? It's called a Milk Bar. Milk Bar, okay. Right, but it was just a regular bar. So I just, I like I, I just to say I bought something. I bought a shot, right? Just a tequila shot, and then I went to the bathroom. So when I got out, I realized like this is a cool ass bar. They had like, like, um, booths. They had like booths, mm-hmm. and every booth had like a different video game system so what? I had like GameCube and SL64 Super Nintendo like old shit like Sega Genesis oh my god they that's had, like, like a, your bar 
Right, right. So I was like, man, fuck this. So like, we all split up as like a group, right? Mm-hmm. I was like looking for a bathroom. Everybody else was at a record store, or, like this pizza place, or like shopping at this thrift store. Like I ended up like staying at the bar and like playing video games for a little bit. And then um, I got a phone call saying I needed to get some work done for like to close or wrap up the show. So mm-hmm. I went back into the rental and I got some work done. Um, so we ended up going back to the airport not long after, right? Brought the rental car back. Uh, um, got into the airport. So I'm I'm not gonna give any names out because I'm not a op. You know what I'm saying? But good to know. <laughs> somebody in our team was was traveling with a little bit too much weed, right? <gasps> a little little bit too much weed. Like so. So backstory. When we when we got our tickets, right? Mm-hmm. We all got it ordered with somebody that has TSA pre-check and if you know what pre-check is it's like you you go you go in a separate line yeah where you don't ha- you don't have to take off your shoes or take your laptop out of your bag like you just literally just walk in yeah right so I'm in pre-check though, right and this person that I th- that was packing a little heavy was standing in front of me mm-hmm. right and his backpack was in front of mine okay and he goes through, no problem. Oh, I no. go through. Sorry, sir. <laughs> you got to step aside. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to check you. I was like, what? Really? And I've never been checked by TSA before, uh-huh. so I didn't have no expectations. But I and you don't even you don't like, even smoke or anything. Right, 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 right. I always hear about the stories of like when women get checked, how they get like groped. Yeah. Right, but I never heard a story about a guy. Mm-hmm. Right, so the guy this is this, this big like this big like Samoan guy. Right, he's like um. So uh, I have to ask, do you want to do this privately? Or do you want to do this right here? Oh my I god! Like, I was like, let's just get this over with. I was like, let's just get this over with. And actually, um, this is a good time for me to get into our two minute tantrum because I okay. got about this. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Or do, we, do you want to introduce the segment or? Oh yeah, let's go. Two minute tantrum. Cool. And um, yeah. Can you put a timer on for me? Yes. And start. All right. So I have a really big problem with TSA and their little system of groping somebody. I'm sorry, <laughs> but th- this this was this was ridiculous. Okay. Like, homie, like, he asked me if I wanted to go private or if I want to do it right here. I said, let's do it right here. And then he does this whole thing where he pats my sides once or twice, and then he grabs my nuts twice. <gasps> oh, my God. Twice, cat. Twice. <laughs> Is that necessary? Like, after the first time, could you not tell I wasn't packing anything other than that it's not what was not supposed to be there? <laughs> not supposed to be there. Did you have to do it twice? I felt, I felt molested. I felt oh my god, that's I, so gross! I felt disgusted, and then I and then I think about I thought about all the the women and other men that have to go through this. Mm-hmm. And this is too much. Fuck, fuck TSA, man. And I didn't even have anything on me. What? Like, what? They put they put me aside for no reason. It's it's crazy, and I truly hope that they find another way to do this because I'm pretty sure that there's other ways, and I happen to cat they didn't even check my like they tapped my pockets you know what i mean like but they, they grabbed your back. your yes <laughs> like legitimately a cup and squeeze twice 
twice. Oh God! Well, do they do they look inside? Also, it's still your two man tangent, but I want to ask this question: Did they look in your bag? I mean, did they look they, in your friend's they, bag? They didn't look in either one of our bags. What? Oh, okay. So how did if if someone oh, else? That's the end of my rant. So did they find the weed? No. So if if like. How how did it? Where was the weed? Was it in the friend's bag? Yeah, it was in the friend's bag. But they decided to like check, examine you, your body, and not yeah. your bags. That makes right. no sense. I had nothing in my pockets except my cell phone and my wallet. And they and then they did that in front of everyone. Yep. Oh my god, oh, that's I really. I felt molested. Yeah, that's really awful too. Um. And what's even worse, I'm, I can't even tell you what makes it even worse. He was looking at my face as he did it. What? Oh, that's so weird. So, yep. are you... I feel like... I don't know if it would have been better if you did it in private or in public. Because, like... Oh, maybe, yeah. Definitely. Uh, in private, it would have made it even worse. I probably would have punched him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I probably would have punched him. All right. Well... I guess I'll do my two-minute tantrum now. Um, definitely not related <laughs> to that. But, uh, yeah, so my tantrum is about how my past self gave up on my YouTube channel. A little backstory: when I was in high school, I had a YouTube channel. I would vlog, okay? I would, like, rant about things similar to this. And I would just, like, talk about stuff, you know? I did, like, some music covers anyways. Did not, surprise, surprise, take off as I thought it would. I had some followers, but it did not bring me to YouTube fame and glory like I thought it would. So I gave up. I was like, whatever, like, let me find a different hobby. Little did I know that, like, YouTube these days, they make videos about anything now. They have videos where you're just whispering into the camera. They have videos where people are eating and you can hear them eating into the camera. They have videos where they're like stomping on leaves. They ha I watched a video, okay, so all of that is ASMR, which is like the whole category of stuff, but even outside of ASMR, like they still do whatever, like the most random videos. I watched a video last night of this girl. She cooks and stuff and she like shows you how to cook meals, but she had a video where she tried canned burgers, like burgers in a can. And she like what made she made reviews of them, and like obviously they're gonna be all terrible. But it was not only was she like a YouTube partner, like she gets paid for this. She was sponsored in this particular video from HelloFresh. Like they sent her the burgers, and she probably got paid to do it too. Um, in addition to being like a YouTube partner or whatever. So yeah, I'm pissed off because I could have been. I should have just started like stomping on leaves outside or like chewing in front of my 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 microphone or like eating really nasty food like I could have been getting paid to be a YouTube personality this whole time if I had just like branched out and done other things so yeah <laughs> I should have never given up on my YouTube dreams and you know I'm, I'm pretty good at the whole hey guys thing too like I do that for this podcast you know the YouTube every YouTube video starts off with the hey guys I got that down well maybe this could be something you could do down the line Maybe. I, yeah, maybe. I'll see. I have, I have maybe some thoughts and plans for something similar, but <laughs> I don't think Wilson will approve. 
Okay. What? It involves making certain sounds for uh, and recording them, making oh, videos no. and posting them on Instagram. <laughs> like God, that is too cringy. Like, come on, improv is already enough. <laughs> wow. Okay. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Kat, before we, we, we get into cringe, I wanted to ask you about something. Mm-hmm. What? How, how do you feel about the shit that Kanye said yesterday? About, Was um, it about Kim? About the shit... No, 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 about the... um. So Kanye says that he wants to have a meeting with Jack from Twitter and Mark Zuckerberg, right? And uh, to discuss getting rid of the system that of likes and followers. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know very much about that whole thing, but I did see the one tweet where he's where he's talking about that, and <laughs> Matt actually sent it to me because he was like, "Um, sir, you have millions and millions of followers. What are you complaining about?" And well, um, no, he, he's he's not he's not asking about like people not following. He's asking about making it visible, right? Taking away the visibility of it. Like he's saying, like. For to keep the verified system, right, to where verified accounts exist, but to take away, like, if you click on my profile, you wouldn't be able to see how many people follow me, how many people I follow. Because uh, ba- basically, his mindset is like, uh, I actually like, I'm not gonna front. I actually agree with him because I, I mentioned something like this to 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 Gats at one time, right? You can buy fake followers, you can mm. buy fake likes. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, and people's clout. The, like people's clout is built off of follower counts and you know what I mean and how many likes you get for a post so if you take away that system entirely to where it's not visible you know what I mean then it might be a good thing I just wanted to see if you agree with it or not um part of me says yes part of me says no cause like the for example art Instagram it's like mm-hmm. damn like just because they don't have a certain number of followers it's like I, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm not as good of an artist as other people. Right. So I can see that, yeah. But then, like, on the other hand, how will I know if something is worth checking out? <laughs> if, like, not artist-wise, but, like, if a, just a post in general. Like, also, the ratio is important sometimes. Like, someone says something controversial and, it, and stupid, right? And, like, is it worth really... To seeing this person's side of the argument or is like if, if if he has like not very many likes but way more comments it's like oh maybe like this person is just getting attacked for his stupid thoughts so I don't know I think it can be handy sometimes I don't, I'm not sure I don't know this reminds I mean, me of like when or, or, or what about the option of turning it on and off well we all have that option don't we don't we have the no. option Mm-mm. You can't you can't turn off the visibility of the followers and likes. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I without feel without like... making your account private, you can't do it. Oh, I you don't know. know what I'm saying. Like, I I don't know. I I think he 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 brings up a valid point. I don't know what his motive is behind. Yeah, I don't else, understand what I, the motive but, is either. As as far as like the point. The point, I think he's right. I I do, as far as on my end of things, right, I do see it a lot, especially with rappers. Like, I look at, like, some rapper from Miami, right, some really trap rapper who's really not good, right, but he has almost a million followers, right? I know without checking that I know they're mostly fake. 
You so, know. but the thing is, why get rid of the follower counts when you can just get rid of the fake followers? Like, why don't you just f have a it's, better system for deleting followers that you just bought? So that's the thing. They have servers that constantly delete follow fight fake followers, mm -hmm. but they all to counter that they also have systems where you can just continually keep buying them. You know what I mean? Well, maybe like, they just need to like, put their effort there's into actually, that. There's, there's actually businesses. Um, there's one in in Ebor actually. Um, oh wow! I, I know I know this girl that used to work it work work there. Um, there's businesses where their job is to literally keep creating accounts, like keep like they're literally they have like a whole office of people just creating accounts That's to sad. follow to follow. Yeah, it's That's crazy. That's so they're, sad. It's like they're literally just bots, just keep creating accounts. And, so, and like, but so like, Kanye is like. Kanye's like, let's just throw the whole thing away. It's, I don't know. I don't know if it no, like. No, Kanye's like, let's not let people see it. That's that's just literally what it is. Just you, you could still follow people. You could still have people follow you. Just don't don't show what the count is. I don't know if you're gonna bring up an issue to Jack of Twitter. I feel like it should be something else, particularly like how nazis are getting verified and stuff like i feel like that's more of a issue that i, would I mean get behind. yeah but that's also something for mark zuckerberg too because there's nazi mm. verified on Facebook yeah as well. what the hell um yeah i don't know i'm gonna I, i'm interested to know why kanye is so passionate about this so when when like he his he needs like i mean i don't know likes and stuff help him you know why would he want to hide it um, but I think it is time for our cringe moment, particularly because I have 13% on my phone. 13% battery <laughs> left, so I think we, we need to get into it. Um, so yeah, cringe moment of the week. Cringe moment of the week. Drake, man, Drake has had quite a roller coaster of a year, wouldn't you say? So. Yeah. Like he would, before, like, before we put this cringe moment out, let it just be known that I don't believe that it's this. I do believe this is taken out of context, but it's still pretty funny and cringy. So yes, the roller coaster. He started off with like he's killing it, you know. Uh, I think God's plan came out. It's great. Then Pusha T comes out and he's like, "Hey, Drake has a child that he doesn't talk about." You're then, hiding your child. You're hiding your child. <laughs> then all that happened. Jake was not very good at defending himself, whatever. And then, like, he comes back out with In My Feelings and feel like everyone, everybody loves him again. Then, like, rumors come out that he's dating this 18-year-old. But she, it was, like, sketchy because, I mean, she's 18 and he's 31. But he had been talking to her since she was 15 or so, 16. So it's like, all right, that's kind of weird. I don't know if they're actually dating. But then... He's also been having uh, some an interesting friendship with Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, the girl who plays Eleven. And she's only like what fourteen, fifteen, and um, she's like fourteen, yeah. So here's the clip where Millie's getting interviewed before the Emmys. I think it's the Emmys, and she gets asked about Drake. Here it is. What about your relationship with Drake? Tell me about your friendship. How did this all come about? I love him. I met him in Australia and um, he's honestly so fantastic and a great friend and a great uh, great role model. You know, we text, we just text each other the other day and he was like, I miss you so much. I was like, I miss you more. He's coming to Atlanta, so I'm definitely gonna go and see him. I'm so excited, yeah. You and Drake, that's text. awesome. 
That's awesome. What advice does he give you? Like, what does he say? Uh, about boys. He helps me. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's wonderful. I love What's him. What's his advice with boys? You know, that stays in the text messages. <laughs> before, before we talk about how cringy it is, can we talk about how well-mannered and well-prepared she is for the media? Oh, my God. She's, like, born for this. She yeah, is a, she she's really a is. She's in, I've watched other interviews with her, and she's actually really good with the media. It's crazy. Yeah, she is. But regardless, it still came off really cringy. And I don't know. We could all be speculating and be thinking, like, the worst of a situation. Like, th no doubt. That could be the situation. But just the way that she's describing it, I still cringed. Like, that was my first reaction was, like, oh, what? Like, Ooh, I don't know. It's weird. So, my, my first reaction when I heard this, right, was like, damn, Drake really does make music for girls trying to figure boys out. <laughs> like, he, like, he really does. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, that whole thing, I don't know, like, is it is it just different because they're both famous? Or... Because in any other situation with any other people, if there was a 31-year-old texting a 14-year-old advice about boys and talking about how, I miss you more, it's kind of weird. Kind of weird. <laughs> Not going to lie. Um, so, yeah, sorry for that. <laughs> I had to listen to that. But she did come back out, and she, like, posted uh, uh, something on her Instagram defending her friendship with Drake and she's like you know don't take my friendship with making to a headline like I'm just lucky I'm really fortunate to be able to meet the people that I get to meet being in this industry so yeah hopefully it's not anything more than that because that's yeah really weird. I think that nowadays um everybody is so sensitive about things rightfully so but mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like everybody just everything is so sensitized so I think no matter what the conversations are about people are going to take it the wrong way you know what i'm saying okay. even 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 if if it comes out like that he really is giving her just professional advice people will not believe it yeah, yeah. i mean everything is like everyone's out everything's out in the open you know so yeah yep but anywho that was a cringe moment um yeah and i mean don't get me wrong if i was if I was f 15 years old and I had a 31-year-old Drake texting me, I would be really happy. You would be really happy. It's Drake. Oh, well, it's no. Drake. I thought, yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I, this is a huge celebrity that I love and I'm listening to. Yeah. But, all right, now flip it. You're the 31-year-old texting mm -hmm. 14-year-old. Well, you would all, probably... I'm, I'm, I'm 28, barely texting anybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but yes, imagine that you were 31 and you're texting someone who is, it's weird. You're weird. Yeah. No, you're right, you're right. This speaking reminds of me. Texting, oh. Speaking of texting, mm -hmm. I showed, um, shout out to Olivia. Um, I showed this girl Olivia at the at this um, Bay Area show, like how many unread texts I had. Mm -hmm. And she's, she's an agent. Like, she's a music agent, right? And she was even floored. She was like, I don't even have that much. Like I have like I'm like in the one hundreds like, like I was like a, like a thousand or some shit like that this weekend, but you need to just take a whole day and just. What I need to okay. do is delete them all. I need to delete not them even all read and start them? fresh. 
I need to start fresh. They, they go well, too if you're far not, back now. If you're not going to read them, then you might as well just delete them. Yeah. But, I, I got to find a way to delete them all. But, yeah. If you guys have... Um, I actually have... Uh, actually, wait. If you First, if you have any tips for Wilson to uh, clear out his inbox the fastest way, let him know at wilson2officialtelligent.com. <laughs> but I also have a story about Stranger Things um, and being old. So um, I have a little cousin... And she's she's 14 now, but last year she was like, we were at Thanksgiving and she was talking to me about Stranger Things and how much she loves that show. I'm like, oh my god, I love that show too. And then like later on the, in the night, she we're like watching clips, like interview clips of the boys that are on the cast, and then we're just laughing and stuff. And she's like, oh my god, they're so cute. Which one do you think is the cutest? I'm like Savannah. <laughs> Uh, I am 27 years old, and that is not a question that I would or should or ever would want to answer. And it's like, it's like there was like, she forgot, like she's 14, and I am much older than her, and all, and the, much older than the person, the people that are on that show. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, yeah, so anyways, it's good to be back on the podcast. It's good um, to be back. I missed this podcast that uh, one week. Um, we won't take any breaks, I think, until what? Until you go on vacation? Yes, but that's not until November. Yeah, yeah. So, and then after that, I mean, we should, we're probably going to end the season in December like we did last year. Mm hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we, we got some time for a week, for a weekly podcast from us. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we'll be back with, um, next week, we're probably going to, talk about analyze Bojack Horse from the last season and yeah, we're American also Horror an American Horror Story so watch it catch up in like so that you can be part or listen to the discussion um yeah yeah um check out our playlist we just put a playlist out oh yeah we have a new music. one basically all the songs that you saw me add cat are like songs that I listened to while I was in the bay perfect in the rental car you know what I mean that was like mm-hmm. that was like my rental car playlist <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, um, I I basically put on music that I was just new stuff that I've been listening to or songs that I can't get out of my head the past few no few couple weeks. Um, but I did not put the song Vagina Plasty on there because I was like, all right, let's keep it PG thirteen, PG. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, MySpace, and all that at WZ Happening. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Catlim Design and Facebook at Catlim. All right, see you guys next week. See ya.